You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth show. Bye, everybody. So, much like car situation that's going on in my place right now, I'm trying to make some rules that say, okay, cool, then now you can drive the car if this happens. Or if this doesn't happen, then you're not showing me responsibility that you can be behind a wheel. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of incentives that have been coming up. So this joke that I heard reminded me of it. And this boy goes to his dad and says, dad, I want to borrow the car on Friday. Dad said, well, you haven't been doing so great on your homework. You haven't been reading your Bible and I want your haircut. And he said, okay, I can borrow the car. He said, yeah, sure. So the kid went right away, started getting back into grades, started looking at uh, getting tutoring, started reading his Bible more. And then a week later, his dad comes up to him and says, I saw you've been reading your Bible. You've been studying more, but your hair's still long. He said, Dad, everybody in the Bible had long hair. And he said, yeah, and they walked everywhere. <gasps> I've heard it before. You're listening to the Matt and Beth Show. Matt and Beth have been hibernating, and now they're filled up with honey and peanut butter and ready to take over the podcast world. Or maybe just take a nap. It's the Matt and Beth Show, dog. Are there new jokes under the sun? That's what I want to know. You know how your kids are like, you know, they learn to play like those little like hand clappy games. Mom, there's this new one. It's called Down by the Banks. And you're like, bro, I was doing that 30 blah, blah, blah years ago. Do you know what I've noticed about homeschool kids is they have so many more games that they made up. Like you guys do never, you never suffer from boredom. You always can come up with something to do. You know what I'm saying? Does it seem like that? Like resourceful? You don't feel like in, in your childhood that you guys, like you just went outside. I mean, you didn't have activities. What'd you do? Didn't you just go outside and like, like make here's stuff a big up? rock. I yeah. guess we're going to play a game on this big rock. That's how to get their imagination working. I mean, there's working. games on iPads. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> Why even play anything outside when you could just pretend you're outside inside? Uh, or better yet, just watch somebody else who's pretending to be outside while you're both inside. While you lay in bed with candy. <laughs> okay, the new term is, you ready? What? I'm just hypersensitive to boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just can't be here anymore. I'm just hypersensitive to how boring this is. <laughs> that Doesn't just, it sound nice? No, it sounds like you're such the victim uh. of these horrible, horribly boring circumstances. You can't be held accountable for finding a way to be interested in what you're in or engaged. Not yeah, with I'm this disease. <laughs> A disorder, whatever you want to call it. Don't judge me. Uh, I'm just hypersensitive boredom, to boredom. Hypersensitivity. <laughs> and you can't say hypersensitive to you because I'm bored. No. You have to say hypersensitive to boredom. Even if it's in conversation, go, I'm sorry. Like, I, it's not I your leave. fault you're boring. I'm just, like, hypersensitive right. to it. <laughs> it's like, it's not your fault when you give me milk that I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, right. Just, I can't have the milk. I got to go. Right. I right. just can't have this time with you. Right. <laughs> Do you like break out in hives? Like... We don't want to find out. <laughs> You're going to have to talk about something different did here. You, did you make that up or did you just read it and super identify with it? I just said it one day and was like, this has got to be a real thing. Oh, this has got to be a diagnosis. Let's look. Somebody has been diagnosed with hypersensitivity, hypersensitivity to boredom. Hypersensitivity to boredom. Sensitivity to Deborah is what comes up. <laughs> Who's Deborah? Oh, who even is Deborah? Well, here's what it says: sensitivity to boredom, ADHD, boredom intolerance can cause you to seek stimulation when faced with boring activities. S- boredom intolerance. 
Listen, who who <laughs> tolerates boredom? Like who who chooses boredom? Right. Nobody Nicole. chooses boredom. But it's different. Hypersensitivity to bore to hypersensitive to boredom is different than choosing boredom. This just means that I feel it a lot more. We could all be in a boring situation. It just gets to a point where I just don't want to break out in hives, mm-hmm. get sick <laughs> to my stomach. <laughs> You'll all be of down this for boredom. like a week, and that right. was super boring. Right. <laughs> it's a Listen, I can stay home and watch Prices Right for a couple days, but if I if I get bored while I'm sick from boredom, <laughs> oh, so don't you think, Matt? And here's my real honest yeah, question: please. because I don't want to sound like I don't think ADHD is a thing. I'm right. not. Right, I right, am right, right. absolutely not saying that. Right. Like I have. ADHD yourself. <laughs> I, I don't think I do, but I have spent time with children who definitely do. But at what point do you become accountable for your behavior and your, okay, this is what we do as adults. We engage. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes we sit across the table from somebody at a dinner and you're just like, man, I wouldn't, I don't want to talk to this person. Do you know what I mean? At what point do you just go like, yes, it is maybe more of a struggle for someone with ADHD than someone who doesn't have it. But at what point do you have to become accountable for your response? I think right away. And here's what I've always told. And and Eden is someone with with focus issues at times. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people say, oh, ADHD, it's just another title to give to somebody who's acting up or whatever. But, and I've been diagnosed and going through, and as as most people have ever met me could probably diagnose me right (laughs) away. But, but truthfully, there are things that I think that look like excuses that you use it as excuses, motivational stuff, things that somebody once compared it to like said, it's, it's not so much of like a will thing as it is like a deficiency with, and I like all hearing all that. I'm like, wait wait a minute. Sometimes I got to move my legs when I don't want to move my legs. I may not want to do this. I may not want to clean up my clothes. I may go through a lot of struggle before I do. I may talk myself out of it a few times. It may become very frustrating and heavy. And the reality is I'm a grown man and I could just put my clothes away and none of that stuff would happen. But there seems to be a larger uh, gap between doing the things that we don't want to do and doing yes. the because there's so many things out there that can grab our attention yeah. and then we just aim towards those. Sure. And there is a dopamine deficiency is what they say. And then those things sure. cause dopamine. Putting my clothes away is not going to, and I'm constantly looking for more dopamine. But I think to take the responsibility, as I told Eden, it's a blessing and a curse, yeah. but you need to focus on the blessing. Sure. Because there's going to be a lot of things that are going to distract you, but you've got to figure out how you're going to live with this. And this is part of it. And thrive and enjoy it. And it's a superhero gift, I think, sometimes. Yeah. In the way that our minds can work and, sp- and, and speed, but you have to be respectful to people. Just because you have ADHD or you are, it doesn't give you an excuse to act out. Yeah. It's not an excuse. It's, it's an obstacle that you have to overcome that someone else might not have to. So... It's not like, hey, I have this pass for the rest of my life, but there are going to just be certain things that are, it's one more speed bump on your journey towards whatever, fill in the blank, right. that other people might not have. But if you lean back on it and just as an excuse, then yeah. 
and I and uh, anybody who does that, I think even if, if it wasn't ADD, they could probably find something else to lean back on. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I think yes. we can all find something. That's where we want to be, and we want to use that as a crutch to just kick back and then say that, that yes. I'm not doing the things that I'm supposed to do because this is what's wrong with me. Then, but of I, course, I mean, I think that's just the who the person is. Yes. You know? But I love those stories of people, you know, the valedictorian that was diagnosed with it in second grade right. or, you know, dyslexia or right. diagnosed, you know, somebody who had like their story is so rich because they had to overcome these obstacles to get to the point where they are. Yeah. So, and yeah. I, and I see that, that we all have something. And for me to be able to say, no, 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 I've got ADHD. Is, I don't have to do that. Or, I don't have to do that. Or, mm-hmm. or your issues aren't as big as mine or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all have something that we have to get past usually in life, yeah. you know? And this is just one of those that you just have to train your mind over and over and over what you got to do versus just go with what your mind wants to do, which is chase the shiny stuff. Right. You and know? I think that the, what I have seen in the past is like as a parent, people who make so many allowances for a kid with ADHD to the point where, you know, hey, please excuse my kid from X, Y, and Z because they have ADHD rather than... How do we, with the teachers, with the therapists that we have out there, how do we come up with a plan to help this child be successful in this area? Because at some point they become adults and they do have to, they, you do have to function, function. You have to do, there are, there are aspects of everybody's job that are kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have so much respect for the people who have done the hard work. I mean, parents, teachers, therapists, and kids, people, humans that are diagnosed with it, that have done the hard work of going like, this is going to be a harder road for me than it is for this guy sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. But you know, but they've put in the work and and turned it into something, like you said, a, a great story. Yeah. And I don't think, and I say this to the kids too, is that embrace it and parents embrace it. Don't look at it as it is a complete deficiency. It's nothing that is the great stuff that can come with ADHD can outweigh the bad stuff. Sure. It really can. Yeah. Because back in the day, what they would do if you had ADHD or whatever that was before there were any letters to it, they'd just throw you in the back of the classroom or put you in a little corner or they'd stick you behind the tables. And now you're sitting back there and you don't know what's going on. You just know that your brain is overly active. As a kid, there was never any kind of discussion because it wasn't really. But I feel like now it can get to a point where it's overused, of course, as an excuse that will keep kids from doing what they need to be doing. Right. Or finding a path that they can actually follow versus saying, uh, eh, no, they're just not going to do it because that's their deficiency. They can't do it. Right. So where's the balance there between yeah. singling a kid out in a negative way? Like yeah. you have to sit in the back of the class and honestly just we'll figure it out at the end of the year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. you got to sit at the back of the class. There's got to be a difference between that kind of singling it out and like glorifying it. I mean, there right. were times even when I was in school, like if a kid got to go out and do some kind of therapy with another teacher or whatever. Yeah. Like I know that has to happen. And th- th- those are all good. It's like, I remember being like, well, I want to go do, so- I want to go do a puzzle. Act out. <laughs> Just That's act out. Yeah. <laughs> Get bored enough. But I don't really mean that. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's gotta be a balance between the two yeah. of like singling you out and making you feel less than. Right. And 
not calling you to at least have some kind of accountability, right? Oh, we're just, you just get to play games while everybody else does math word problems. So much is there a middle ground. And and I think that they're figuring it out. And that's like, where I appreciate these yeah. educational therapists right. and Carrie. I mean, Carrie works with kids young at a young age in these super creative ways with the goal of we want them to be integrated into yes. the classroom and be a part of the normal third grade things. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this is for the rest of your life, but what can we do now to set you up to have a regular education experience? And succeed. Yes, lots of respect for those people. Hanging out with somebody who sponsors the show, who's always been a supporter of mine, even when I was in my roughest times in life. This guy is amazing, and, uh, and what he's built is not only good for his family, but the entire community. I'm talking about Aaron Young. He helps out the food bank. Wham, bam, meal in a pan, chef off chef. What up, Aaron? Tell us about the newsletter and stuff and how we can get food. We send out a weekly newsletter on Saturday mornings. It sets it up for the next week. So for what's going to be this Tuesday through Friday, um, invest, it has a link to the website. Um, go on there. And the website also has all of the information, has the, the meals. You pick what day you want. You pick what we do everything in portions of two. So smallest you can get is two. We have uh, people order for 26. They're having family over. They're having guests over. You just say what size you need. And then the time you're going to pick it up, you show up at our shop, bring it out to you, or you can walk in and pick it up, but it's ready. The whole transaction should take less than 30 seconds. So you let us know where you are, your name, just tell us your first and last name, and we locate your pan, load it up in our bags for you, send you on your way. It would only take 30 seconds if our embrace was in a minute and a half. That's true. Bam, bam, meal in a pan. Dot com. (laughs) We're going to play a game called Yay or Nay Pumpkin Spice Edition. Okay. And what I mean is this. The world has gone a little overboard in the pumpkin spice department. Right. The irony to me is most pumpkin spice things don't actually have any pumpkin in them. Like it's literally spices we associate with pumpkin. Like and cinnamon? Cinnamon, nutmeg. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Those are the big ones. So what I want to do is I just want... We're going to do pumpkin spice, yay or nay, meaning yay or nay. I don't mean, would you try it? Because I'm a big believer in life's more fun when you like more things. If somebody hands you something pumpkin spice and says, try this, you always should. So these are actual pumpkin spice things, yay or nay, Matt. Okay. Pumpkin spice Twinkies. Yay. Why not? What's wrong with that? Right, it's cake. It's like got the whipped cream in the middle. It's basically pumpkin pie. Yes. We vote yay. Pumpkin spice almonds. No. Pumpkin pie spiced Pringles. No. Don't want anything to do with that. No chips. You know? No. Just, and that's just... that's No chips. There's, they're not trying to do that Leave to taste chips. good. Leave chips. Leave chips chip savory. savory. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want anything. And um. also no mustard chips. Have you tried the mustard no. ones? No. <laughs> Yuck. Lennon likes the We'll dill, talk about mustard in the summer. The dill pickled chips. Um, Those are pretty nasty, too. I mean, I'll eat a couple, Ugh. but I would never choose them. How about pumpkin spice dill pickled chips? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> thought of it. Pumpkin spice candy corn. This is listen, there's a right answer here, Matt. There's a right answer. And I, I don't care right. what kind of candy corn it is. It shouldn't be eaten. It's all nasty. It's all nasty. Nast. Same page. Right. Okay, good. Pumpkin spice hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. What are you dipping that in? What are you dipping? What are you? 
Well, I don't even know. Like, what would you use? Piece of fruit? That's my whole thing is with hummus, I want it savory. Right, right. So I don't think I'd want fruit in there. Well, it would taste... I suppose like a like a cracker or pita bread or something. Right. Crust. Crust. Ritz crackers. Okay. Something buttery. Sure. Graham cracker? That'd is it be sweet good. enough there. to have a graham cracker there you go. in it? Because I don't think chickpeas really taste like anything, do they? They just take on the taste. It's like the tofu sure, of what it- beans. <laughs> chickpeas. <laughs> the, the tofu, tofu of beans. <laughs> Peeps. Nope. Don't like peeps either. Same. Keep them away from everything. Same. Throw them in with the the uh, candy corn and the Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Same. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Uh, my mom loves all three. <laughs> Weird. Your mom's so sweet. It's okay. I know. Oh. It's all right. Uh, okay. These I'm going to lump together. I'm just going to go hygiene products. Okay. Because there is a toothpaste. Yes. A pumpkin spice soap on a rope. Okay. Yes. Beard oil, okay, and deodorant, <clears throat> and deodorant. You ever get that when somebody else has one and you want to clear your throat for them? <laughs> Too late. <clears throat> and deodorant. Deodorant. I so love. I love all of that. Products. I love Do all you? those ideas. And here's why: is I wore a cologne that I think smells like pumpkin pie. It's obsession for men. I've been wearing it since like high school, and it has a, has spices like that smell like like pumpkin pie, kind of. And, and cologne, <laughs> but it's got a little scent of like cinnamon and fall and really? whatever else goes along with Obsession it. Obsession yeah. for men. Yes. Look at, and I bet you it's if you like looked. like the original pumpkin spice, spice? latte. Yeah. <laughs> it's the original. Just don't drink it. Don't drink it, kids. All right. Fall cleaning time. That means clean out your garage. <laughs> it's like spring cleaning, but it's done in the fall. So if you've got stuff in your garage, you've got stuff in your house, you've got old washer and dryers, maybe an old basketball hoop that doesn't really work anymore. It's broken down. What are you going to do with it all? You don't have a truck. You're not going to be able to put it into a truck and drive it anymore because you don't have one. This is what you do. And you help out our friend at the same time. Madit from NE Curbside. He's a friend of the show and he is part of Team Mizea for the Step Up for Down Syndrome Walk. It's coming up in October and we want we want Mizea to win. I mean, we want to raise money for research, but we really want Mizea to win. And all you have to do, you don't have to take a step in this walk and you don't have to open up your checkbook, although you're more than welcome to do that. Step up for Down Syndrome Walk. NE Curbside will pick up any old metal that you have. Do you have an old washer and dryer, a freezer that doesn't work anymore that's sitting in your garage? Whatever you might have, metal that's lying around, he will pick it up, put it in the back of his truck, take it, get it recycled, and all the proceeds go straight towards Mizea's team. It's for the Step Up for Down Syndrome Walk, raising money for Down Syndrome research. If you have something you want picked up, you can give him a call at 402-217-5798 or visit necurbside.com for more information. You know how dogs, do your dogs they eat the same thing all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of a dog thing? You buy one food and stick with it forever. Right. <laughs> my father-in-law, I just love my father-in-law. He's a lot like Sean. Like Sean will eat, Sean would eat the same thing every day if it meant he didn't have to think about it. But my, my father-in-law would do the same thing. Like for years, I think he drank like those cans of soup that you like microwave in a, like a cup. That's <laughs> like a couple at the top. But I remember him just saying about his dog, like, don't you think we should switch the food up every now and then? Don't they get tired of it? I'm like, you are a human and you do the same thing. Right. So 
But imagine, though, truthfully, every single day eating the exact same food, the exact same place, the exact same time. And I guess, mm. what, you like that? No, oh, I but don't. It was this, if it was the food that you liked the I most. I just am not that thoughtful to think about, oh. For a dog. But My I'm saying dog? you as a human being. No. Same food every single day. Oh, no. Yeah. Rough. But then if you give a dog different food and you change it up on them, then they get sick. So you don't want to do that at all. Their no. taste buds, taste buds don't mind. You have to clean up the mess. Right. So... They don't know any better. No, they don't know any different. Right. You got something in your eye? Yeah, but I'm good now. Okay. You got contacts? No. You don't wear anything? No. Are you I blind? Are you blind? blind? So why don't you go get your eyes checked? Well, I should. But why don't you? I just haven't. But why? Well, I made an appointment one day. Okay. And it was at the at one of those optical places that you get like a an online appointment. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Back alley optical. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is wearing a white lab coat on a screen. <laughs> it said Exxon Mobil on it. <laughs> it. Didn't matter. He took his uh, greasy mechanic clothes off and then put this <laughs> white lab coat over. You here for the transmission or appointment? <laughs> I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trendy Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap-up. Well, Matt, is there anything better in the fall than coming home on a crisp, cool day to the smell of something pumpkin spice baking in the oven? Pumpkin bread, pumpkin muffins. Maybe it's not pumpkin, but it's chili and cinnamon rolls. Is there anything better than opening up that door and the aroma of fall greets you as you walk in the door? Well, the Bible talks a little bit about aroma, and in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15, it says, In the Messiah, in Christ, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Through us, he brings the knowledge of Christ. Everywhere we go, people breathe in the exquisite fragrance. So Matt, this verse is saying we are the fragrance of Christ to a world that's dying. And honestly, it goes on to talk about sometimes that smell is offensive because people are living in this world uh, of death, of darkness and gloom. And this, this, the victory that God has given us should put off a different fragrance when we walk into a room. So what are you doing? Is your life reflecting the beautiful fragrance of Christ. When you walk in the door, do people expect to smell someone who complains, someone who is dramatic, someone who is constantly finding things to be frustrated about? Or when you walk in, is it a literal breath of fresh air where you walk in and people see something different is about this person? They walk in confidence, they walk in boldness, they walk in victory, and what it really is is the aroma of Christ. So how can you be that sweet fragrance aroma to the people around you this week? I'm Beth, and that's your wrap-up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. When we recognize our unsurprising fallenness and keep our eyes joyfully open for the glorious exceptions, we're much less offendable. Much less offendable. Offendable. Why? Because that's the thing about gratitude and anger. They can't coexist. They can't coexist. It's one or it's one or the other. One or the other. One, one, one drains the very life from you. The other fills your life with wonder. Fills your life with wonder. Choose wisely. Wisely. Wisely.